0: Welcome to Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Echo on Disney+. Plus. Finally, we're going to be talking about episodes three and four, nearly mm-hmm. at the end of this tiny little mini miniseries. Uh, fear not, everybody, in between the last episode of the podcast and this one, uh, I uh, pestered Aurora and convinced her to let us <laughs> Review X Men '97 when it <laughs> uh, when it yes. premieres on. I don't know if you ever watched the original. I did. Okay, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. That was um yep. it it was that and Batman the animated series were actually my mm-hmm. first. That was my first superhero stuff that I like really remember.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know anything about the comics or anything. Everything I knew about X Men came from that cartoon, yep. and. It makes me so happy really okay that's awesome yeah uh it makes me so happy to see that back and i think it's like a 10 episode run they're doing so i'm i'm pretty excited Mm -hmm. um the original show when i when i go back and watch some of the episodes on disney plus it really wasn't the best but (laughs) Like, the characters were memorable, and it has maybe, like, the best theme song opening of I mean, of it was the best time. at
1: the time when you were watching it.
0: Oh, for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, like, looking between my two favorites growing up. Batman the Animated Series was actually pretty great and is oh, that, still pretty that, great. That,
1: that was amazing. That's still watchable. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, I still watch some of the X, original X-Men cartoon, but really I'm just... Uh, I'm tuned in for the the, the theme song and the opening credits, and then it's kind of a little bit of background <laughs> noise for me after that. But whatever, I'm excited to see the the rebooted animated series, yeah. and we'll cover it on here, even though it's not completely MCU related. But hey, everything is MCU related, I guess. It's the one of the universes in the multiverse where that's true. People look like cartoons. I'm sure it exists. Yeah. So yes. Anyway, (laughs) uh, we're talking about Echo, and we're on episode three called Tuklo, and here is what happened. Our flashback takes us back to the 1800s, where we meet Tuklo. She's practicing shooting with her father, a member of the Light Horsemen, which are a... uh, I guess a native American mounted police force. Like they police their, their own tribes. I did not know Mm -hmm. about that prior to this episode. So that was really fascinating. Despite wanting to be a light horseman, her father forbids her due to her gender. He says that uh, women are life givers and men are life takers. And she's like, if I'm giving life, like what's the point if I can't protect it? Mm-hmm. Her father rides out to confront some local criminals while Tuklo braids her hair like a Choctaw warrior. She receives a vision of Chaffa and Loak, and her hands begin to glow. The criminals ambush Tuklo's father, but she hears the attack and arrives in time to save him and his group. Meanwhile, in the present... Scully is visited by, not that Scully, is visited by, (laughs) that's a different podcast someday, maybe. uh, Ooh,
1: yes. I know. (laughs) uh,
0: Visited by Chula, who encourages her to reach out to Maya. Maya receives a sudden vision of Chaffa, Loak, and Tuklo, and is captured by Henry's employee, Vicky. Vicky is revealed to be in allegiance with Fisk having tipped off the organization to Maya's location. He holds both Maya and Henry hostage at Henry's skating rink and captures Bonnie after she shows up to visit Henry. Zane arrives for Maya and betrays and kills Vicky after confrontation with Bonnie. Over her absence, Maya escapes and attacks Zane's enforcers. He then threatens Bonnie and Henry and holds Maya at gunpoint as he prepares to shoot her and Henry. After receiving a call, though, Zane and his men leave. Maya sends Bonnie away, promising to reconcile later. She learns from Henry that Fisk is still alive, and Henry promises to help her. Scully gives Maya a new look for her prosthetic, and on her way out of town, Maya returns home and is confronted by a very much still alive Fisk. Aurora, what did you think of episode three?
1: I I could I can only talk about the fight scene. Mm-hmm. Uh because and I know this is gonna be very specific, but I
0: just Okay.
1: I cannot get over it. So they they have this huge fight scene, um, in the roller rink. Yeah. And there's a pinball machine. That mm-hmm. plays a huge role in a fight. Oh, and yeah. She, and she... I don't know if you noticed this. She kicked a guy under the pinball machine.
0: No. Did you see that? No. <laughs> <laughs> like he f- kicked him and he like folded under it?
1: <laughs> no. Oh. So she was on one side of the pinball machine. Okay. was on the other. And she just ducked and kicked him under that. Oh, under it. But okay. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just... I, I don't know why that had such an impact on me. I saw that and I was like, that's amazing. It
0: combined, it combined a lot of your, your loves. Uh, yes. Badass women kicking the crap yes. out of guys and gaming. Uh, yes. I think it just tied yes. those things and together. And she, she
1: put music. I love that she put, put music on to fight mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I thought that whole scene was amazing. I really liked that That's awesome. Scene. Um, My only, like, thing that I, uh, it's not that I didn't like, but I just, um, wanted to point out is that I feel like because this series is so short. Yes. Right? Um, I think this is the shortest, uh, series we've covered.
0: Oh, by far. Yeah.
1: Um, some, at least with this episode, I felt like the situation, this situation of her... Um, being given away for, like, a a reward. It just dragged too much Mm -hmm. for it being a five-episode series. (laughs) I feel like this could have been condensed, Mm -hmm. um, and we could have more, like, character development or something. Um, That's my only thing
0: with this episode. I just
1: thought it was just one thing happened, and it happened throughout the whole... Um, episode except obviously the beginning uh flashback but
0: yeah yeah this feels like for me the weakest of the five Mm -hmm. uh episodes Mm -hmm. or at least the weakest of the ones we've watched so far yeah and that's not to say it was bad because i I, no no i liked i liked things at the like i really enjoyed the flashback i've liked every flashback We've Mm -hmm. had so far i really like how it starts out as sort of a like a silent movie sort of i i really like that and but how it sort Mm -hmm. of transitions into a like a a full screen with sound and uh i really Mm -hmm. thought all of that stuff was was quite wonderful i loved learning about the light horsemen and this sort of not just this trend of the this power sort of being passed down from relative to relative, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also this sort of mm, like who these women are. There's also sort of like a sense of of who they are. Um yeah. like they all they all feel like they all share similar uh characteristics or personality traits, even though yeah, like yeah. their their situations and their uh, the times that they live in are all are all different but um, i I like I like that. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the middle of this where you know we're getting to the to the fight scene that took quite a while to get right. there yeah. um, the fight was pretty great though uh, it makes sense why it was called off. It makes even more sense in the next episode uh, mm-hmm. why things, Happened the way they happened. Um, Another thing I want to point out uh, in this episode, and it's in this episode and in the next episode, but I again love the music in this show. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. At the end, the traditional, like the traditional Choctaw song that they Mm -hmm. were singing at the end, or the the choral arrangement of that or whatever. Beautiful. Yeah. And. They match it with some like. There's something to be said about just doing a uh, doing a show small and in like real life locations like this
1: because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm.
0: something about like that that music and then there's just this great shot of Maya on her bike like riding on this like empty stretch of road at like sunset and there's mountains and the sky is like pink and orange and stuff. I was like, holy cow, that looks incredible. Like I want to, that makes me like want to be there. Um, Mm -hmm. There's just something, there's something about all of it too, that sort of brings it down to earth and makes it feel whenever you can make something you're watching feel real, like this is a real place. Real mm-hmm. people live here. Um, there's just something about that that always works on a different level for me. Yeah, uh, and like, it works
1: for her too because I feel like her character is very intense. Yes. Um, and if the if like the if she had stayed in New York, mm-hmm. it would feel very tense. The the show, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, there's a, a cool contrast between who she is and where she's at and all the calmness and like yeah nature and stuff and then she's there
0: it's sort of like in a way it's sort of easing her because i feel like that is where we're headed with her character like she started as somebody who just wanted revenge and somebody who Mm -hmm. wants to take over for kingpin but Mm -hmm. as as time is going by in these episodes it's I mean, I don't know exactly where it's headed, but it feels like she is softening and not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it feels like she's letting go of bad stuff in her life.
1: Yeah. She did let go of a whole bottle of wine this episode, and that really upset me. <laughs> you can't
0: do that. <laughs> that's I was gonna... like, what are you
1: doing? That I bet that's an expensive bottle of wine too. It's it fisk bought it.
0: Uh yeah. <laughs> So, you know, that's losing like a whole pair of geeky glasses for Aurora's score at the end here. Yeah, that
1: was unfortunate.
0: Can't do unfortunate. You can't do that. That's a rookie mistake. If you want Aurora to give you a good score, you got to treat wine with respect, please.
1: Yes, please.
0: Uh, What would you give episode three?
1: I give it a, a three. A solid three. I okay. think it was good. Um, uh, it wasn't like amazing, but mm-hmm. I, it, I had fun, and I really, like I said, I really loved the the fight scene. That was amazing.
0: Nice. Uh, I went yeah. three and a half, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm basically with you on this. Yeah. Um, there was some good elements to it. The middle really dragged it down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. I did not. I'm not holding a grudge about how the wine was treated, but I can see where you're <laughs> coming from on that. Uh, episode four is called Taloa, and our flashback this time is to 2008. A young Maya is verbally assaulted by an ice cream vendor who fails to understand her request for ice cream as he does not know that she is deaf. This. Enrages Uncle Uncle Fisk, who yeah. retaliates by brutally attacking the vendor. Although Maya witnesses this, she shows no remorse and kicks the vendor as payback insane. for his cruelty. That was I know, right? That was something. <laughs> yes. Several several years later, Maya is about to begin working for Fisk when he offers her a final lesson. They can only trust one another while they finish their shared dinner. Fisk's ASL translator is dismissed and soon killed in the present. Fisk, it says gives Maya, but forces upon Maya an augmented reality contact lens. She doesn't know what's happening, but that's what it is. Um, they force her to wear an augmented reality contact lens that allows them to communicate with one another without an interpreter. Fisk tells her that he will give her his entire criminal empire if she agrees to return with him to New York, giving her one more day to decide. Maya shares this with Henry, but receives an abrupt vision of her ancestors. At the Choctaw Powwow Festival grounds, Chula receives the same vision. Henry takes Maya to see Chula finally, who tells her that their ancestors help them when they need it most recounting a vision that she received when she was giving birth to Maya's mother. Maya leaves in anger, feeling abandoned by Chula as a child. Chula later begins to work on a special garment. That night, Maya goes to Fisk's hotel with intention on killing him. Revealing to her that he killed his father after seeing him beat his mother, Fisk tells her to make good on that threat, if that's what she needs, but she rejects this. He repeats his invitation to join her to New York, but is enraged to find out the next morning that Maya has left Tamaha without him. What did you think think. of episode four?
1: Oh, let's talk about that first scene.
0: Because
1: Mm -hmm. that was... (laughs) I don't even know what to say. I was like, listen, Mm -hmm. as a new mom, I understand the rage of seeing your kid being mistreated in any way,
0: by yeah. someone, right? Yeah.
1: Um, so I understand the rage, but the fact that he like, I think he didn't kill the guy, right?
0: No, but he came but, close. But
1: close, like the guy was pretty beat up. And yeah. see this little girl witness this, mm-hmm. and instead of like crying or being scared, she goes and kicks the guy. I know! <laughs> I was like, what is happening here? Right? <laughs> that was crazy. I don't know.
0: And that visual, <laughs> it was in the trailer, but that visual of, like, tiny little Maya holding hands with gigantic Wilson fist. Yes. As they're yes. walking off, uh, that's mm-hmm. a crazy visual. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's, you know, the sign that she's had this anger inside of her since she was that little. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. And I will say that the 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 thing the eye contact I don't know what it is like the eye thing yeah. that allows her to see uh someone talking and then she sees sign language that, that was pretty cool That is actually
0: uh, pretty cool. Yeah, if something like that yeah. could actually exist that would r- really be great for breaking uh communication barriers between uh, yeah. deaf people and people who don't know ASL. Um yeah. That was uh,
1: that was Pretty cool to see.
0: That is actually um, pretty neat. Yeah, agreed.
1: Uh, now, I have a question because mm-hmm. i I need refreshers from like previous shows. Sure. Uh, have we? Do we ever know exactly why Fisk is so attached to her?
0: You know, I don't know what it is. It. I was thinking about this kind of as well because this sort of brings me back to thinking about the daredevil show on Netflix and Mm -hmm. Fisk for as awful as he is, there was, you know, they referenced the episode, like one of our, maybe one of our favorite episodes that we've ever podcasted about at least for the Marvel podcast was that Fisk backstory episode of daredevil, Mm -hmm. where you learn about where he comes from. And it is such a tragic tale. Yeah, and he has this undying love and devotion to Vanessa too, and I think he just looks for people, you know, to latch onto. I mean, obviously, he has—he's horribly broken. He's not a good person. He has uncontrollable mm-hmm. rage issues. Yeah, um, I
1: cannot believe that like, he like literally murdered the interpreter.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: I I was like. And and that's, I think, why I feel like Fisk is one of the most, like, fascinating villains that yeah. we've covered in this show, because yeah. he is ruthless. Yeah. Like, he is a very bad guy, but he has a way about him. Yeah. That kind of, like, makes you, like, sometimes be like, should I root for him?
0: He's, <laughs> I yeah, I mean, his sense of reality is, is horribly twisted, but... yeah because you know about where he came from and it's so exactly. tragic yes. and part of his part of his thing it doesn't seem to be to manipulate and to control so much as he's looking for people to that he feels a connection with like mm-hmm, people that mm-hmm. he feels loves him and that he loves it's just yeah. a weird and twisted way to do it. And Mm -hmm. I have no doubt in my mind when he offered her that hammer and he's like, you know, do the thing that I did or whatever. He's like, I know I deserve it or whatever. Like he, he knows that he sort of became the, you know, the monster that his father was Mm -hmm, or whatever. mm -hmm. He would have absolutely let her do it.
1: Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. I believe it.
0: Which is not, you know, those are not the actions of a, of, uh, you know, a crazy mustache twirling villain that you might see in, in some of the other stories that, that Marvel will tell. Like those people are egomaniacs that are Mm -hmm, intent mm -hmm. on power and control. And, uh, Fisk is in, in search of that, but it's because he, I think it's because he can't find it within himself that he's trying to find it elsewhere. Yeah. Um, And it really makes him sort of a tragic character in that sense. Uh, so I like, I thought this episode was great because yeah. it referenced, I mean, it, I mean, number one, it referenced that, but mm-hmm. um, also I loved the, I really liked when Maya and Chula talked to one another and like, we find out sort of the, I guess the pre origin of the, the, name echo. It's Mm -hmm. that the ancestors, they echo to one another, Mm -hmm. I guess, Mm -hmm. Um, which is a little bit different than people were sort of taking it from the stance of like echolocation. Uh, Although I think people were sort of thinking about it from that perspective, although, uh, you know, because she but that's like that doesn't make sense because she her thing is she can't hear uh right. and you need to hear echo Echo echolocation, echolocation is, really more if is you're what, blind. It's
1: what their devil does
0: right yeah he can do that because he's yeah. blind mm-hmm. right. um and i think that's what people thought but i'm like mm. that doesn't really make a lot of sense this does make sense though yeah. that yeah. um that they sort of echo in her life but the power also seems to echo through her and i guess it I think it's sort of revealed here that it sort of manifests the whatever that power is. It sort of manifests itself in different ways to mm-hmm. uh, to each generation. But um, you know, we again we we're talking about Maya sort of softening a little bit, and we see Fisk straight up offers to give her what she wants. You want yep. the empire. I'll give it to you. Just come back to me. And, you know, because Fisk doesn't care about the Empire. He just wants that hole in his heart filled. Um, And Maya is (laughs) she's got this opportunity to uh, to kill Fisk again for real. Make sure, you know, shoot Mm -hmm. him a couple times or whatever. But she doesn't. I mean, for real, or is it? Because he never dies. I mean, that's true. Maybe she was just like, "Eh, probably not." Let's just save the bullets. Um, but let's, for the sake of argument, you know, maybe yeah. she, she, she was like, "No, nah, no, 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 we're not going to do that." Yes. But also, when he's like, "Hey, look, you can still come to New York with me," she gives that up too. She doesn't join mm-hmm. him, and yeah. there's definitely something changing in her and Mm -hmm, i think that that's mm -hmm. really fascinating i'm so excited there's one episode left and i'm really excited to find out what happens Mm -hmm. uh any final thoughts on episode four and what would you give it
1: no i think it was a good episode i I gave it a four yeah Uh, i like i like uh learning more about the characters i think i value that more in short you know series like this than Mm -hmm. like the actual action yeah so when they they develop characters more I, i i enjoy it so
0: Yeah, I give this a four also. Really good episode. Uh, Strong second to last episode. And I am super excited to talk about the finale. But we're going to do that next week. In the meantime, everybody, uh, while you're waiting, you can play catch up. Head on over to cinemageekly.com or you can check out the archives of the show. Uh, This is a listener-supported podcast. And there are some ways to help out there if you like. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. We have the merch store as well, geeklymerch.com. Links for those are in the show notes for this episode. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Audible. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe, and that way you can join us next time to hear us talk about Echo. Episode 5, the finale on Disney+. It's called Maya.